of the WASD and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Nick, accompanying me this week again for another 31-minute horror is Alex and Logan. Before we get into our movie today, let's talk about our sponsors and the Spawn Camp community. The sponsors of this episode are Final Boss and Doc Longy. Keep an eye out on their pages for the new merch drops. Keep an eye out on their socials and their websites. Please don't ever miss a drop if you miss it. There's a chance you might not get it, and you're going to want their merch. It's sweet. That's all I usually wear if I'm not feeling fat and sassy and wearing my huge oversized DCFC shirt right now, which this Saturday we need to win, so please win. Thank you, City. Uh, also, please join the Spawn Camp community server. It is free. Watch movies with us, play games, D&D, build Gunpla, build 40K. There's lots to do. Watch some horror movies with us. I think maybe tomorrow we'll probably actually fucking watch a movie together. We just did in that server. Movie. I know, we just watched Black Blackwell Ghosts. And that is the movie this week. He said the thing, he said the thing. I did, I did, I did. I cannot guarantee we will hit 31 minute mark today. It is midnight when we're recording. Logan's in his chair dying. Half a fucking sleep. Let it come. Yes, let it cook. Oh, no. What? What, what cook? He, Were you trying to... He farted. He just muted. Are you serious? I didn't. <laughs> I'll never face. be able to prove it. Yeah, no, it'll never be on recording. But yeah, we're talking about a movie called Blackwell Ghosts. Um, And I had never heard about this movie until I met Logan. And it was like one of the first movies you brought up, I think. You were like, dude, that's like right when you figured out that I was a horror fan. And uh, you were like, dude, you got to check this movie out. If you're into like ghosts, if you're into like almost the paranormal activities esque thing, but like actually good. Because for me, like a lot of like paranormal, paranormal activity started out good, right? Kind of like, kind of like Saw. I'd say like the, like the first two to three are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Like Saw, you know what I mean? Like Saw one, two, and even three, I would say were good. And then it just like fucking dive bombs once it started doing the like doors and the portals and shit i was like all right you fucking lost me this is just supposed to be about a malicious ghost who wanted to fuck people over now it's like way too deep yeah they're like fucking like spirit hunting in hell and it's that, that doesn't actually happen but they may as well have but like this movie to me was cool because logan showed it to me it's one random night and there's seven movies already this one guy has pretty much made on his own seven fucking movies. He's working on the eighth. 
and it's made on a micro budget. Um, I don't. Do you, do you have the exact numbers? I <laughs> don't. No, I can look it up while you keep talking. I have no clue. I'm actually I, curious I, though too. I would assume he he made the movie for a million. I would say the first movie was made on a budget of a million bucks. Not um, even. You don't think so? No. Good. It's a lot of camera gear though. But he already had that gear. Oh, $10,000. Yeah. 10000 that's it? See? The budget that for the are... film was around $10,000. Um... That was all, all probably fucking plane fuel. <laughs> you going to hear what's crazy about it, though? What? <laughs> uh, there's six spinoffs that are distributed by Paramount, which is like the full seven movies. Uh, the original had an estimated gross of 193 million worldwide off that 10k budget. Oh, so dude just dude just rode fucking high off this movie, like sailed oh, into the sunset. He, he's good for the rest of his fucking life off a fucking 10k movie. And he just kept making fucking movies. That's the beauty behind this. This movie is really special. Like I said, Logan showed it to me. I fell in love with the series, and from the one movie, I was like. Oh, there's another one. Let's watch that. Let's watch that other one. And we watched like four of them in one night. Like, they're great. They're great yeah. paranormal movies. I will say, like, the first one's like an hour and 40 minutes long, like your standard kind of movie. But there are a few that are like 50 minutes long, almost like short stories. But right. since there are seven movies, like, it, you can kind of just like bust out like three at once and not feel super awful like you sat there for six hours you know you only sat like there what you, you did. sat there you sat there for oppenheimer it's not that bad <laughs> exactly but well, it was like, three the, movies <laughs> the coolest shit was like i i don't know I, i'm kind of maybe alone on this with a lot of my takes but i like those slow burn flicks oh like i like yeah i like i like um i think that's why i like it so much but it's more like environmental thriller like there's no gore there's no blood. There's no jump scares, really. It's just all setting and, like, mood. Yeah, And yeah. that's the entire driving force that makes you sit there the entire time, like, what the fuck is going on? Well, you know what it is. It's the effect of what you don't see scares you more. Yes, and you and the, the fear, like, that fear of the unknown, but, like, it's... That's like an obviously in every paranormal, there's like the fear of the unknown, but like he hones in on it where it's like the priority. So that's all you're focused on the whole time is like, where the fuck is this thing? And what the fuck is this thing? Which like for the first movie, it, it, like I said, it's a super slow burn. And when it ramps, it ramps in a really, I don't want to say mild way, but it's not like the hardest hitting ramp up ever, but it felt, perfect for that movie whereas like the other it, ones like matched the tone it like yeah. wasn't it wasn't like it went to like 11 like how like a normal horror movie paranormal movie would you yeah know, like paranormal activity someone gets possessed and then they go on a rampage and murder their entire family <laughs> and you get to see the cctv camera of them like throwing people against the wall and breaking oh their God, necks like it. you don't get any of that but like you definitely like you said like you get you get what you wanted, but in a yeah. mild way, but it feels fulfilling. Like it was, it was the same pace of the movie. So it blended perfectly. It didn't just like 20 minutes left. We got to fucking crank this shit to 11 now. Right. Yeah. And that's, I think that's why the movie works so well. It's because it knows how to pace itself. It knows what it wants to be. It knows what it doesn't want to be. 
And I think he had it in mind yeah. to be a, like a long series too. So like, I think right. that's also, you know, like you're almost getting like an, like a, a prologue here for the first movie. Yeah. Like the prologue, yeah. like when you think about like all seven movies where we're at now, cause like, I mean, you know, we're, we, we might go back to this in the future, but for those who actually want to watch yeah. the whole series, like, this starts in Pennsylvania. He eventually goes. I mean, the the bulk of the story is in Florida, right? So, like in this sense, it's kind of like a prologue. It's kind of just like where like this he started. Like you could almost start at three with no context of one or two, and you would it would just be like a new paranormal horror movie almost, right? Where he's right. going to this place in Florida that he found. I mean, like the cool shit. Is though like it all ties really because it has to right because they're direct sequels, um, but the way in which he makes them tie in, especially with his wife, because at first it's like a husband wife thing, and then it, you know later on in the series there's a tragedy, but like there's two kids that come out of this tragedy, and it's like this whole thing where it's like, God damn, dude, like. Okay, like you really thought this shit out, and that's why I, I love yeah, it. like you have like little you have like little like no notes and hints in like the later movies that go all the way back to the first movie where he starts like connecting the dots where you wouldn't even it almost like makes it like that kind of uh, era when we had movies like uh, oh my god, I'm forgetting the name Shutter Island oh, and yeah. Inception. Where it's those movies where you have to like watch them a second time because you know damn well you miss shit. Yeah, and yeah. it's kind of like that. Like he he does it for you in a lot of ways, and then like but like in a good way. Where like you know you're like oh shit that's crazy I didn't even think about that. And yeah, it was right in front of me the whole time. Thanks for showing me that other angle and shit. Yes, like, exactly. I'm glad you did that. Um, so this was directed by Clay Turner, and he had a movie before this too, right? It was uh his zombie flick. I, you had the name earlier. Uh, Raccoon, Raccoon City. Yes, thank you, Alex and Logan. Raccoon City. I've not seen that. That is a film we do need to watch because I do like this guy's style. I like how he does his movies just based off Blackwell, the Blackwell Ghost series. Um, And I know that that's the budget he's working with. I mean, for Blackwell Ghost, at least. I don't know about Raccoon City, but we don't have to go into that. The it's other movies he's made was... 2008 he did interception and then i don't know if you've heard of them i've heard of them before and i actually didn't know that he directed them but in 2011 he did he directed the zombie movie state of emergency oh and he, what and he also directed in 2014 disaster la that was him well i mean fuck Damn, a doodle do man yeah, dude, I didn't which know if that. you you know which when you think about it, it makes sense because in the beginning of his of blackwell he talks about how he's tired of making shitty zombie movies. Yeah. <laughs> and he wants to do something else. And he finds this guy who reaches out to him about the, his house. And he's like, I'll take a look. Why not? Dude, which is another thing. Thank you for bringing that up. He's just playing himself. Yes. His wife That's plays it. herself. Everything is like basically as if he just picked up a camera one day as a director and was like, I'm going to do my own thing. Right. Which is perfect because like. Yeah, there's an element of acting, obviously. You have to, like, kind of... There's definitely some things in his life that are probably construed for the sake of the movie, but, like, for the most part, like, he doesn't have a different name. Right. (laughs) It's nothing different. You just just get to go right in the movie. I'm sure in real life he has that pilot's license and all that, and he's been had that plane. 
Oh, I'm my sure. dad was just like a perfect setting for him. Dude, I people who have pilot's license and just fly planes around freak me the fuck out. It's weird. It freaks like dude because my I, mom's I, old boss was like that. He had his own little no. tiny little like private plane like that where it's like a little two seater and like would just randomly do flights with his wife to like South no. Carolina and stuff. I was like, okay, absolutely not, dude. I can't even like ride a motorcycle, let alone a bicycle. So like, I'm not fucking getting no goddamn plane, dude. Those people are out of their mind, out of your fucking mind, dude. No way. Maybe I just like to like, I don't know, just stay in my basement, whatever. Anyways. Here, I'm going to throw this one in there for Noah. Someone get me a new job. I hate my fucking job. Um, I just had to throw that in there. I don't care. Um, He's so- just throwing this in there because I looked it up. Wait, his his net worth right now is $15 million, So, yeah, he's living. What? His, his, his estimated income per year is $4 million. Oh, look at me. I, I, I made say, a cool movie. I would say he's doing just fine. He makes $32,000 a month. He's doing just fine. <sighs> That's like... Almost what I make a year. He makes nineteen dollars per hour. What? Like, like they're breaking down like the math of like that. So like he would make like nineteen dollars per hour. You mean nineteen hundred dollars an hour? Nineteen dollars per hour. One thousand one hundred and forty dollars per day. Uh, what the fuck, dude? Whatever. Good for him. He, not an eight-hour shift the entire fucking day. It's just <laughs> for twenty-four hours. Whatever, dude. Anyways. Just- what were you saying, Alex? Nothing. Just like keeps going and going and don't stop. Dude's like, are you going to clock out today? I'm like, oh, I don't have to. <laughs> Just keep me clocked in, dude. <laughs> like, whatever. I don't care. That's fucking wild. Well, let's start with our takes on this film then. Um, Logan, we're going to start with you again because this is a movie that you showed Alex and I. And you were the expert on the Blackwell Ghost series. So you're going to start tackling first and then we'll go into our feelings. Okay, we'll I would say I'm feelings. an expert, it's, but it's I definitely do love circle. the series. No, yeah, I am. Um, <clears throat> I randomly came across this movie, like I always do with a lot of my movies, where I'm just scrolling through Tubi or whatever free site, and yeah. I think I found it on Amazon, and I was like very hesitant to watch it at first because it was an only option to rent. I'm a big free movie guy. Yes. <laughs> and so I like watch, I like read some reviews. They're like, you know, Amazon's reviews for most of their movies will because they're B movies will be like two and a half stars on a good day. <laughs> so like seeing like a four and a half, four stars when I saw it, I was like, all right, I'm gonna read some reviews. And like it was pretty unanimous that like to like what you brought up, like either a lot of people just didn't like the slow pacing and slow burn. But like if people got over that it was an awesome movie. So yeah. I watched it and then I think I literally I paid like the 3.99 and then I literally rented every single one up to 5 cuz only 5 <laughs> existed at the time. Like the next day I watched 4 in a row and was like fully caught up and then 6 came out and I watched it immediately and then 7 came out and I had known you guys at the time and we all watched it together immediately. And now 8's coming out and we'll probably do the same thing again. Yeah, we're going to um, have to. Yep. But I, yeah, I just, I love how, like, I love how you can almost, like, when you're watching it your second time around, you can put it in the background and just have them play in sequence, and it's just, like, a really long, like, TV show without commercials, almost. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, And it feels, like, really well-paced. I don't know. I'm a big horror, like, slasher, gore. I love, like, favorite genres, zombie movies. 
Right. And even like Paranormal, I like, especially when Paranormal is like, I know we'll probably watch it at some point, but like that Korean movie, that Goji Nam Haunted Asylum, like that's like super intense, like action-y horror, like, like jump scary. Like I definitely like that stuff, but there's something about this, like what you said, like the super realism where he's literally just taking his life and like, it just feels very homemade, but still quality yeah it's like you're watching a and like good watch- youtube vlog it's, yes yes it's like it's like yep. it's like it's homemade but watchable it's like it's not like it's there's a lot of horror movies like even in butterfly kisses that alex and i love where some like there's just parts in the movie you could honestly ignore where they're just talking for the sake of like filler to make it look like you know like you're fitting in with the characters but the way he does all those sections it's like constantly information driven and important information where you're always engaged. And so like, I like it because it's super slow burning, but you want to be, you want to pay attention the entire time. Right. You don't want to check out and just wait for wait to hear a sound effect where it's like, Oh shit, I should pay attention. Something spooky's happening. Like you <laughs> don't care. Like you just want to watch the whole time. So I like it. I think it's an awesome series. I think as a series as a whole, I'd probably like, I'd probably put it in like my top five favorite like paranormal movies. I wouldn't like obviously go like Blackwell one, two, three, four, or five in my yeah. top five, but as a whole series, I'd put it in my top five for sure. And with where we're at now in the seventh one, I am interested to see if the eighth will be the last or if it'll keep going. But yeah, I know it's, it's about to get super real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where that where seven left off is about to get really fucking wild. Yeah, I love it though. I will pass it off to one of you now. Uh, Alex, you want me to go or do you want to go? I can go. Oh yeah, let's go. Hit oh. it, Alex. Hit it. I will say that this is one of the movies where you just like put it on in your living room, turn all the lights off, and just watch it. And yeah, it will make out. the make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. <laughs> Even if nothing's yeah. happening and nothing could yeah. happen, but it's just yeah. like the setting where you're just like, what the quiet, the, the darkness, like you're looking at every of corner of the screen. <clears throat> it's a, it's a top tier paranormal movie. Found footage. It's not even found footage because the motherfucker not dead. So you can't call you can't call it that. Like yeah. you said, it's almost like a YouTube vlog. Yeah, it's like it's like watching a good, decent, long YouTube mockumentary documentary whatever you want to call it uh, i guess it is yeah it's like it is like a mixture of a mockumentary and a documentary because they're t- like he's super like super real about a lot of the stuff in his life but i'm sure there are some things here and there to fit in with the paranormal story he's going with that are misconstrued yeah <laughs> God. Wow. all right would you because Logan, you have, to, you have to answer this too, Logan. Alex, you go first though. Is this a movie you say people need to watch around Halloween though? Oh yeah. Okay. I would say yeah. you wouldn't need to watch during Halloween, but I would say need to watch at some point in their life. You can watch uh, it any okay. time of year, but I think I think for like being directed by one guy who does all the sounds, all of the editing, all of the yeah. shooting with very, very minor assistance from his wife, who plays a small part as an actress in it. 
for ten thousand dollars and the quality that it is Didn't... consistently for seven fucking movies yeah it's worth a watch like the whole series if you check out even like after the first one just watching the first one to understand how his directing style is is worth it alone oh yeah what were you gonna say alex didn't his wife pass away not in real life. Not in real life. Not in real life. Because the oh. world, because everyone who loves him started to freak the fuck out because of how real he is in it. And yeah. Like, yeah, you can't. Is your wife to, dead? Like, no, yeah, no, no, no. So like, that's well, what I'm saying. Was, it. That's what I'm kind of. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm kind of saying. Where like it's like that mockumentary, but also a documentary because like it's very real, but then it's also like almost too real. Where like he does do things for the sake of the story where you're like, is this going on in real life, man? Like, do you need someone to call you? Are you all right? Do you need help? Do you yeah. need your wife good? The movie opens up with like an actual, like supposedly like real ghost video from YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've seen the that CCTV video footage. Yeah. A bunch of times from the hotel. Yeah. And he, he calls them. Supposedly he calls them and talks about it. And so they talk about it. He tells the guy, like, tell me, is this real? And he's like, yeah, it's real. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I but, mean, I don't know, man. Like, for me, Clay Turner knocked it out of the park with the paranormal activity vibes of the film. Because, uh, like I said, paranormal activity started out really, really fucking good. And then they just, year by year just sucked and sucked and sucked and sucked and sucked. Um, it's like, is there a great example of like the horror equivalent of the Fast and Furious series? Is, That's yeah. exactly it. That and yeah. Saw, you know what I mean? Like, but this like is a consistent hit every fucking time, especially the first movie. It, it The first movie does a really great job at setting the precedent of what's to come. It sets the tone of what's to come. It makes you know, like, hey, this is this is a serious film, but you're gonna have fun with it. Um the effects, it's a very yeah. specific style too. So like like yeah. I said before, like even if you don't want to watch all seven, because I know that's egregious, although granted they're only like 50 minutes to an hour and 20 minutes long. Right. Just watching the one to understand how he directs, it's like really worth it. Oh, it's hundred percent worth it. They're 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 done super well. Um, they're they're obviously done with love as well, and I like I like that about those movies. Um, the effects that were used in this movie are very minimal, but they're very effective. Um, they look great. Nothing CGI. It's all practical. You know, just trickery of the eye type thing. Um, I really appreciate that. I think there's probably like only like two sections where there's maybe like something CGI used, and it's like you said, very minimal and like yeah. it's used very well. This is something any one of us could actually do if we took the time and effort to fucking do it. Yeah, if you executed it correctly, you could you can definitely do something like this. But like, I think there's just a way in which he does it that just is so genuine because like he's having fun with it. It looks like, and that's why I like this movie a lot. Um, like I said, the slow burn for me is really a um, awesome thing about this movie. I like it a lot. Um, the pacing was done phenomenally. Uh, it goes right back to the slow burn. Um, it's 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 great. It's a great Halloween flick. It's a great all year round flick, but especially during Halloween, like this is one of those paranormal movies series. Honestly, we're not we're not talking about we're not even talking about two, three through two through seven, but we're talking we're talking about one. But like 
this is a great jumping off point into the series and it is worth a watch. It's worth supporting this director to get more movies. Um, and he like, loves a, making yeah, movies. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's his passion. Right. But like for me, like this is definitely like a, Hey, watch us around, watch us around Halloween. And then after you watch around Halloween, be sure to check it out whenever you can, or whenever you're in the mood to watch a paranormal, paranormal, hair, a normal movie. Fuck dude, that word. Um, definitely throw on the Blackwell ghost series, man. This is, it's awesome. It's a good time uh, to see somebody passionate like that. Just go, Hey, I got 10 grand. Let's make a fucking movie. That's always a winner in my book. Sometimes it's not always a winner, but you know what I mean? Like he did it really fucking well, you know? So yeah, I, I would say this is definitely worth a watch. I, I would give it a, I'll give it an eight. Black Will Ghost gets an 8. I almost said 7.5, but no, it, gets, it definitely gets an 8. The mood is done right. The effects are done great. The acting is awesome. Um, again, a lot of love in this movie. You can you can definitely see all the love and care he took in this movie. Um, so it gets an 8 for me. Logan? Uh, I'll give it 8.5. I definitely like would like more, which I think, you know, because of that slow burn, like seven and six were kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna going to say it now. Rest. The part where like he throws the like the the scrabble pieces on the table and the table flips and he pulls the table off. Yeah. And he doesn't notice it. And then he goes back into the footage and it's uh, like shit starts and like he starts seeing the shit in the mirror and the reflections of the windows yep. and stuff like Stuff is starting to get really nuts. Packages, and so like I'll give it. Spell. Yeah. If we were, if we were only, if he had only released like the first three, I would probably give it like a seven point five eight because I would want more. Like in terms of like in like the actual visuals in it. But yeah. Since we're in, like at that point now, where we're starting to like really see shit, I give it like an eight point five. Hell yeah, Mister Alex. I'd give it a 10 if he didn't cry for the cops so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> Motherfucker, you would be too. Chill out. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. What are the cops going to do? Fucking shoot him? Well, he Alex didn't believe just... it, remember? He thought it was just someone actually into the house. Alex is taking his pants off and fucking manginaing at somebody, dude. He's like, check out this fucking bush hair. <laughs> That's what he's doing. He ain't calling no you cops. Fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> Especially if it's a ghost. Alex like, Alex be like, all right, ghost. Where are we at now, buddy? There go home. There goes homeboy. He fucked the ghost ones. <laughs> he fucked the ghost ones. Uh, <laughs> but no, on a real note, I'd give it an eight. Cool. As well, we sound biased because all of our ratings have been very close for all these other movies. We're all in the same wavelength, though, and because they're like good all, fucking movies, and all the movies were. I'll throw a stinker in eventually. I think. I think we're gonna have to throw in like a really bad fucking horror movie. Like we have, like, it, dude, we should watch Thank Anaconda you. with no, fucking J Lo. <sighs> yeah, dude. I don't know. I used to watch Ghost of was... Mars. What about that with the fucking oh, plated watch... fucking Uzis? Yeah, dude, we should watch Ghost of Mars. We're, let's I watch Ghost of Mars. Anaconda on Sci-Fi Channel. Oh yeah, I watched Anaconda on Sci-Fi as well, buddy. We should watch Ghost of Mars. Have you seen that, Logan? It sounds familiar, but probably not. Alex, maybe one of the one movie John Carpenter was like I. I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> I, I don't know what John Carpenter was thinking. I've seen this fucking movie. We're watching oh, Ghost of Mars. All right, this get ready for a Ghost of Mars movie, review. though. This is just nasty. It's technically a horror movie. 
God damn you, Ice Cube. The yes. daddy himself made it. Yeah, it's like dude. all of your kind fucking of. usual <laughs> suspects. Check out. It's always your usual suspects for cringe movies, too, though. It's always Ice Cube, Jason Statham, Pam Greer. Dude. It's like it's, all of the clowns of the industry that love that's to what just makes make it so good, shit. though. All right, so you guys can expect a Ghost from Mars episode. Oh Alex fucking God. called it out. That's my boy right oh, there. Oh, man. That's that old. It. What year is that? Like, oh, uh, 2001. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember seeing I remember seeing that on Sci-Fi, though, too. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> WASD and beyond, Alex and Logan included from the Spawn Camp community say, go watch this movie. Blackwell Ghost, watch the series if you like the first movie. That's I stole that line from Joe Bob Briggs, by the way. Joe Bob Briggs says, see this movie. Oh my god, I love Joe Bob Briggs. <laughs> Logan, have you watched Joe Bob at all? Uh-uh. Oh, you have, right, Alex? Yeah. You're gonna. Uh, we'll show you Joe Bob. He'll. He's actually, a redneck he, Elvira. Yeah, yeah, he's a redneck Elvira. <laughs> really, really quick. Yep. What are your guys' thoughts on Cabin Fever? I like Cabin Fever. I don't know why they remade it, but I like I like I like Cabin Fever. Yeah, why is it? Yeah, on, it's a great movie. Why is it on Rotten Tomatoes listed as the number three worst horror movie of all time? Because uh, people on Rotten Tomatoes are don't know what the fuck to talk about. Have they not seen Stephen King's Dreamcatcher? Jesus Christ! That was a stupid fucking movie. Like everything else, like there's some really bad movies in here. Don't get me wrong, but I don't. They have House of the Dead as number twelve. I don't know. House of the Dead was shit. It was shit, <laughs> but it was weird. good. It's good I, shit. I actually have that on DVD. Can Ooh. we can we agree that Signs is a bad movie? I'd say it's pretty mid. Swing away, Daryl. Swing away. That shit was Meryl as fuck at Meryl. first. Yeah, the feet. I get it, but like everyone was like, "Did you see the scene with the boy and the birthday party and the alien?" I was like, yeah, I just walked just walked through like, hey, I, what up? And it walked out of the frame. Dumb as shit. You should watch, uh, you should watch, I feel like, one of the Chucky movies. I've never, fin- I've never watched nor finished you an entire Chucky movie. Never watched. No, because one of my biggest phobias is fucking dolls. I uh, guess hate what? dolls. Guess what you're watching this weekend, bud? Let's go. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That'll, oh, that'll, we that'll, that'll be that'll be that'll be Sunday's drop. Child's play. Okay. Not the remakes though. I watched. No, I watched no. like first twenty minutes of the original, where like the the guy crashes into the toy shop and the cops are chasing him, and he gets shocked by electricity. <laughs> and then I watched like. I think I watched literally right up until the kid bought that motherfucker and realized he was alive. And I was like, eh. like I knew what was gonna happen, but I was like, no, nah, I can't do he this. Just put, you just pumped the brakes on it. Yeah, yeah we're, like, we're I seen like the first play. like 15, 20 minutes, but I have not seen an entire Chucky movie because I'll thank you know what? Fuck you, Goosebumps. You traumatized me as a kid. Slappy, oh, and slappy yeah. Love slappy. slappy. Slappy was literally I, that was like I used to love watching Goosebumps growing up. It was literally the only episode. Where bum, I was bum, like, bum, I can't bum, handle bum. this. The that mask new, episode. Ooh. The new Goosebumps series is looking great. I'm it does look really good. That. We'll have to do an awesome. episode on just on that. Maybe we'll do I'm a done. cryptid. We'll do a cryptid episode, and then we can talk about Goosebumps. It's kind of like 
a hodgepodge of cryptids. Cryptids, goosebumps. Um, we're going to probably talk. We, we are going to talk about the backrooms. I've said that every episode now. And we are going to do a Tales from the Crypt episode. Um, some <laughs> foreshadowing. So the crypt is ill. I'm down with that. Yes, the Crypt Keeper is my dude. But we have, like a, we have who me? Fuck you, bitch. We have a 31 minute mark. We're going to end this episode right here before I kill my co-hosts. Um, please check out the sponsors. That's Final Boss and Doc Longy. Join the Spawn Camp community. We will see you guys Saturday for a regularly scheduled episode of the WASD and Beyond podcast where myself and Evan discussed Cyberpunk 2.0. This episode will be a half hour long leading into the latest DLC, Phantom Liberty. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that, join that. And you can still expect, I'm sure, <laughs> more and more of these 31-minute horrors. I think we got to catch up anyways. Logan wants to catch up. So we got a lot of catching up to do. And uh, holding him to it, everyone. We're, we're day three. Hey, hey, we're day three, man. We've done <clears throat> We've it. We've done so. four episodes, right? Three. We done four. Just... I thought we did two in one night. Oh, no, we were going to do, gonna uh, do, like, we're gonna do yeah. like four this weekend. Yeah, we'll, we'll get the, we'll we'll get them pumped out this weekend. But until has Evan tomorrow, ever done three in a row? Three yeah, days we, in a row? Yeah. Well, we we've done like f- four episodes in a day before. I just wanted to call hey, out Evan. Too. Yeah, you 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 can't because we we did four episodes in a day and they were each two hours long. Oh, plus E three. Okay, little guy. Plus E three. We did E three the same day. I was to say, yeah, let's do five episodes, but even if we did five episodes at 30 minutes each, it's not even close, so never mind. Yeah, dude, dude yeah, it was a rough day. You can but keep right, that one, Evan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, dude I, I, like, hopped off my computer. I was like, uh... I am dead inside. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, like, uh, nap for the next hour and a half. We, just we to, were like, caught recruit. up for an entire month, though, so we didn't have to record for a month. It was, like, nice to have that break. But anyways... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, you're, you're, take, you're sharing the secrets of the trade. Shut up. <laughs> let me let me end the episode. Take it uh-huh. easy, guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. 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 This is the WASD and Beyond podcast.